every hour on the hour. When we listen and gain our knowledge and power, we turn to the no bullshit hour. Just did breaking this. Double or bullshit. Double or bullshit. No bullshit. Where's the ashtray? Oh. I think they're trying to give us a hint. Move the ashtray. People down in here moving the ashtray. Can't work in these kind of conditions. Welcome, everybody. We'll just edit that out. No, we won't. Okay. <laughs> no bullshit news hour where everything seems to come true, doesn't it? It really has lately, yeah. We got yeah. Dion Warwick locked up in the closet with a couple of her psychic friends. <laughs> What's this say? Fix the shit? They're not fixing the shit. Nope. Detroit floods, Gross Point floods. We'll find out why they flooded. With Candace Miller, the, what is it? She's the Macomb County Public, Public Works, Works Commissioner. Commissioner. The drain director. Yeah. Used to be a congresswoman, the smartest one there. And before that, the Secretary of State of Michigan. She is like fantastic. I'm really glad she's going to be. Yes, ma'am. The woman who's getting things done. Yeah. That's weird. Nothing more sexy than a woman unclogging a drain. <laughs> <laughs> and cleaning out the mob. Hey, you know what? Uh, with Derek Kevra of a Fox 2 meteorologist, one of just the best guys I know, period. You got to tell us, historically, was this... Noah's flood. Was it? Because Macomb got the same amount of rain as Detroit got. Hmm. Macomb didn't flood. I didn't see that. What is going on with the infrastructure? Did I, remind me to ask Candace. Biden's going to kick out $1.2 trillion in infrastructure money? Yeah. Anybody know for what exactly? Great question. Is there anything where written it's going? down specifically? Or are we going to hand it to Mayor Doo Duggan <laughs> to blow, to squander? More speed bumps. Right, uh, and we're going to talk about him because he just got caught out in that demolition. Told you, 4,000 houses. They don't know where the dirt came from. Remember, Red was out there in his scuba suit and his oven mitts? Yeah. <laughs> Homemade radiation and suit. And where, where, where Karen and, and uh, Red live, poison lots, and they didn't tell anybody. And now he's getting married. Oh, that's nice. To his squeeze, the doctor. Now we can call her the concubine. We can yeah. Because now they're getting married. When he said there was no special treatment for her with public money way back then. Hmm. Turns out, you know what the Attorney General said? What did he say? There's no law against handing out favors to your friends. What? What? That's what she we'll, Seriously? We'll get to that. That's bullshit. Okay, that is bullshit. All right. I say I'm on the record. Kilpatrick deserved to be in prison. Trump's getting raided right now. Yeah. His organization for tax fraud. But you can commit... I don't know, I don't want to call it fraud, but you can funnel money to your girlfriend for pro programs that don't work, Red? Huh. Did All right, so. Promotion, Charlie, because um, you wrote a piece in Deadline Detroit. Didn't she also get a promotion? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The day the, free, the day that the free press 
got the freedom of information, got the documents and found out Duggan was not telling the truth and she did get preferential treatment and a lot of help from the city. Yeah. Quietly, Wayne State University made her, I think, vice president. She got a huge raise. Because hmm. you know what Wayne State is. It's a graft pit. It's a graft pit for Wayne County in Detroit. And you see everybody moves into there. And you know what the um, the matchmaker, Bob Carmack, is up to, right? Oh, yeah. Bob Carmack, the guy that the matchmaker. Put, put the tail on Mike Duggan for his booty call. You know, Midnight Mike going over to the doctor's house. Now we can say it because it's true. Mm-hmm. Bob Carmack will be joining us with two um, electronic tethers on his ankles. <laughs> he's uh, now got an airplane with banners. He's flying around over the, what is that? Rocket Mortgage uh, Classic yeah, in Detroit. Yeah, the Detroit Golf yep. Club. Yeah, so now he's, he's, still, <laughs> he's still throwing punches. <laughs> But they anyway, get those ankle bracelets out and matching pairs, huh? I didn't know that. <laughs> Let me get it uh, before we go to uh, Derek Kever to find out about the rain. Uh, a couple words from our sponsors. While Red reminds you all to fix the shit and share, share, <laughs> share. I'm going to sit here to you. Share, share, share. Infrastructure, big deal. But anyway, uh, the No Bullshit News Hour, as always, brought to you by American Coney. Detroit's oldest family-run restaurant and birthplace of the famous Detroit Coney Dog, chili, mustard, and Vidalia onions. Don't be a child. Don't put ketchup on. Downtown at the corner of Lafayette and Michigan Avenue. Can't miss it. It's the red, white, and blue building open from 11 to 3 on Monday through Thursday. Open till midday on Fridays and Saturdays and 12 to 6 on Sundays. And we'll be open longer if anybody wants a job. Come on down. They do medical. They pay. Oh, you want a job? I might be there soon. There you go. Got gotcha you right. one, Grace. There you go. Tied of Uber. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. But we're going to rig up your car with cameras. We're going to do, yeah. you know. I'll when the go fo- out. I can go out every now and then for that. <laughs> Other than that, I'd rather sling hot dogs. Okay. So listen, or, you know, look, send a Coney kit to your friends, your family, a dozen dogs with all the fixings right to your grill. Go to AmericanConeyIsland.com for that. And you have to share. Share, share. Thank you. Uh, ADR. It's really simple. ADR consultants are the ones you call when you need to get to get something done right on time and on budget. Let's say you're in charge of a big pumping station on the east side of Detroit. <laughs> and let's say, oh, the power went out. Oh, and we forgot to have someone sitting there in case the power went out. Oh, hmm, that's a lot no of one oops. has a key to the gate. And Girls Point's flooding out. And Detroit's flooding out. Red, did your house flood? Oh, yes, it did. Karen, did yours? Um, yeah, the basement, the garage, I mean, we minimized the damage, um, but yeah, we had some water coming in. My sister, on the other hand, who's a little farther east, closer to Gross Point, had probably about three or four feet of water in her basement, so everything is at a total loss. This is a god, this goddamn awful. How much can we take around here? We got the worst power grid, right? The wires, DTE, Detroit floods every time it rains, every time. Mm-hmm. The freeways are a mess. The hospitals are a mess. The nursing homes are a mess. Fix the shit, people. We need us a Candace Miller. <laughs> we need, anyway, or you call ADR, right? Construction, yes. deconstruction, demolition, rehab, project management, owner rep services, technology deployments. Get it done the way it should be done and without excuses. Ethical, honest, smart. Call Barry Ellen Tuck for a free consultation. 248-318-9424. Mike Duggan, he's got a set of skeleton keys if you can't get people out to the water plant. <laughs> what a disaster. Okay, give me some Luke Nowacki music, please. Now, I don't know about you, Candace. I know you're a public servant, but this is Maurice Davis, city councilman for the second ward of Flint. 
Also, king of the party blues. Listen to this. If you're not among the ruling elite who can make your pals' uh, pockets fat off the taxpayers' back, if you actually work for a living, you're going to have to provide for your own retirement and theirs. And the new water pumps. Security. <laughs> And all the fatter betting going on at Wayne State, you're going to have to pay for that, too. Paying for everything. If you have questions whether you're on the right track, call financial specialist Luke Nowacki at 248-663-4748. Grow your assets from annuities to individual retirement accounts to college savings plans to good old stocks and bonds. Go, I don't know, Bitcoin, beat the thing. Make the call now. Your politicians and your children are dependent on you. Luke Nowacki, 248-663-4748. Matter of fact, tell me, King, stop by. <laughs> After all, I am talking about the Royal, Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. That's a Grammy. It's great. Yeah, that is actually, I need him to make me a commercial. That's a Stone Cold Groove. Can I ask Red and Karen a question right off the bat regarding their flooding? Uh, how in- Before you do that, with yes. us today is going to be Derek Kevra. Uh, I always want to say chief meteorologist, but he's not that. He's just a good dude. He's just the really good. He's the, okay, he's the best meteorologist. He's the best meteorologist going in America. He's definitely the best one on our show today. Well, okay, <laughs> are we can argue with that. I just wondered, Red and Karen, how mad you were when you see these politicians talking after the flood, saying uh, it's global warming, it's infrastructure, instead of maybe providing some guidance how to clean up your basements, maybe some financial help. Well, uh, I had the pleasure of coming from out of town to this little debacle. And uh, the sad part was, is while I was out of town in St. Louis, Missouri, me and my family are sitting there talking about the flooding that's going on here in Detroit because it made national news. Was it raining in St. Louis? Every single day. In a sheet? Every day. And they're next to the mighty Mississippi. I ain't see one flooded basement, freeway, none of that. How are the roads over there? Beautiful. Mm, 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 mm. Hmm. Power lines stay up? Yeah. Did not lose power at all. Mm, so and it didn't go everywhere. dark. You didn't bend your rims. Nope. The sewer caps didn't blow up. Not in St. Louis. Not in the loo. Oh, she looked up. Fuck, man. Y'all might be calling me St. Louis Red in a minute because <laughs> shit keeps up. I don't know if I can take it too much longer. Mississippi Red. Mississippi, Mississippi Red. Red. That's got a nice ring to it. <laughs> um, okay, so no help. You, you guys making phone calls, Karen? I mean, can you get through to anybody? I'm not asking anybody for anything because I know it's a joke, first right. of all. And second of all, for me, I mean, I'm a lifelong Detroiter. I'm just tired of seeing the same thing, hearing the same promises, and not seeing the any results over the years and i'm more disappointed that we continue to allow this it's okay like you know we're on to the next thing we're all excited that you know the mayor's mount made an announcement that he's getting married and everybody's excited about this lottery that the governor's rolled out we're not not looking at the things that impact our quality of life i don't care about a lottery you know i wish the mayor well i hope he's happy but that has nothing to do with me or the thousands of people that were negatively impacted as a result of what i'm hearing of negligence um, as it relates to managing uh, a rainfall. You know, Let's we were find out. Saying, why didn't they download the Fox 2 weather app so that they knew it was going to rain? <laughs> yeah, Derek Cameron could have told What are you listening to, Channel 7? Everybody know you don't listen to Channel 7? I want to say this, though, too. What I'm pissed about most is, is that we have made a couple calls, and I've seen some postings. 
they're not even protecting us as a consumer in the city from price gouging. Cleanup companies are charging up to $2,500, $3,000, dollars to come in when we're dealing with residents are that are already cash-strapped to pay an astronomical-ass water bill that ain't doing shit for us. I know. Now, we sent uh, uh, the best street reporter in Michigan after me, comedian Detroit Red, to... To his own basement and uh, surrounding communities, Gross Point and, and up and down the street. And uh, this is what he filed. Look here. I've been in St. Louis, Missouri for the last four days. They had rain every single goddamn day, including the day I left, and still getting rain now. I didn't see no flooding. I didn't see no backup floods on the freeways. Nobody basements getting flooded. But yet, I get back home and apparently done had four to six inches worth of rainwater <laughs> in my goddamn basement, which has never flooded before. Upon seeing this, I decided to roll around and see how bad it really was since I wasn't here. And it's, it's people's basements being cleared out whole blocks because Mayor Doodoo and his merry band of shitlets apparently <laughs> ain't doing their job here. So don't come on telling me about no bullshitting-ass historic storms when the reality is you motherfuckers ain't doing your job. <laughs> the infrastructure is garbage here in Wayne County. Y'all do not fix and take care of us. And somebody needs to be held accountable. I'm not depending on no fucking FEMA to come in here and fix something that should have been fixed. Out of $650 million of overtaxation to the property owners in this city, and you claim you couldn't give it back because it was spent, I need to see fucking receipts. Because <laughs> apparently it was not spent on infrastructure. The whole point of this is, is that I am fucking tired of the lackluster, incompetent, thieving ass politicians and officials that's been running this city into the ground for now well over damn near two decades. Quit telling me about bullshit that do not matter. Quit telling me about bullshit that don't make sense. Because I'm checking the bullshit and it don't add up. The numbers are not clear. So Mayor Doodoo and your merry band of shitlets Need to answer to this. Y'all need to explain to us here in the city how basements that's never flooded before all of a sudden got flooded. And it ain't cause of no goddamn historical storm. We tired of the excuses. We tired of the stealing. We tired of the poisoning. We tired of the bullshit. Fix the shit. Well, we'll just edit that in case our guests are a little... <laughs> uh Let's welcome in Derek Kevrin, Fox 2 Meteorologist. How are you, brother? Good to see you. Hey, Charlie. Uh, hey, what's going on? Uh, you, Mark, Karen, Red. What's up, guys? Hey, what's man. up? What's up? Uh, right to the point here. Was this the storm of 500 years? Has anything been similar to this, brother? Yes. Uh, so I think the most recent one to this, and look, uh, this was a big rain event. There's no question about that. Uh, Area-wide like one and a half to eight inches of rain in 24 hours. That is a lot of water, and you can't really argue that point. No. Uh, but I will say that it's, it has happened, uh, and as recently as 2014, I think a lot of us remember that. We had up to six and a half inches just seven years ago. Yep. What do we have in the, uh, the last Friday to Saturday, that 24 hours? We can't get a straight number. I know you've got one. 
How much did yeah, Detroit I, get? I got them. Yeah. Oh, so Detroit, Detroit City Airport is probably our best bet for looking in that region. And it was 4.74 inches of rain in 24 hours. In 24 hours. All that was in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 24 hours. The system sh- should be able to handle that. I would think. We'll ask Candace Miller. Because I, Derek, what did Macomb County get in that time frame? So Macomb, I got I got the map up on my screen right here. Um so Macomb County, anywhere between two and a half and four inches. It looks like kind of near uh, St. Clair Shores was close to about 3.6 inches. Okay, so uh, an, inch, an inch less. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It, it was definitely Wayne County that caught the most. Um, I'm looking at the interactive map, and the bullseye really kind of extends from Ypsilanti through Dearborn, Detroit. Uh, those are the spots that that saw the most in 24 hours. And those are also the spots that saw the most in the entire weekend because Friday was obviously the big day, but it rained Saturday and Sunday too. Yes. What did Washtenaw County get in that time period there? Uh, so Washtenaw County. Up. We'll say Macomb got four, Detroit got five, and Washtenaw got. Yeah. Ypsilanti was um, over a three-day period, 6.76 inches for Ipsy, Ann Arbor with 5.6 inches. Any reports of mass flooding in those areas? Uh, I do not see any reports in those areas, no. Huh. Interesting. Huh. It's crazy. And, and um, this being characterized, what, what other years? Like, wasn't 2000 a big year? Yeah, so uh, the, last, the last five big floods that we had was, include this year, 2021, we had a big one in 2014. We had a big one in 2000. And I think that there's a lot of people that might remember that one because that was a big flooding event that happened uh, at a Lions home game in Pontiac. And there was some mass flooding for that one in 2000, then 1986. And before that, you'd probably say 1968. So this isn't odd, right? I mean, we, we, we see these episodes 10 20 years. I, I know it's been seven years now, Just but saw it, yeah. 13 years before that, it was about 15 years, right? So, I mean, it's not out of the ordinary. It is, it is fair to say that this, is, this was a, a very large rain event. There's no question about that. Um, I, I looked at the numbers. I went through the last 125 years, and I found that we picked up in this region our records. Over two and a half inches of rain, it happened about 30 times. So you're looking at maybe every, what is that, every about three, four years or so where we get over two and a half inches of rain in one 24-hour period. This, though, does rank as one of the larger events in that, win- in that span. But you knew a lot of rain was coming, right, before it came? Yeah, we, hmm. we had a, the way that the models were shaping up is it looked like this was going to set up right <laughs> over top of us. This is, a, this is a big type of weather pattern that happens with tropical systems where it does a thing that's called training, and it's as simple as like if you think of a train on train tracks, it just keeps rolling along the same area. And that's a big problem. It often happens during hurricanes and stuff like that. But when it happens, you know, you're in for a big flooding event. And we were aware that this was going to be happening. So Did yeah. you broadcast it on television, you know, with the big <laughs> flashing severe weather warning, you know, like, when, let, let me do it. Hi, right, this just in <laughs> severe weather for Macomb, Washington, Wade County. Take cover now. It's going to raid. Charlie, if you get too good at that, you might be stealing my job soon enough, so watch out. <laughs> I can never get the green screen right, bro. <laughs> it's backwards. It's all backwards, buddy. And, and you know what? They don't write any of that stuff down. Really? 
That's they, good. they actually they what you're seeing is they're just going like they're just riffing uh, like a comedian. Yeah, when and they love the severe weather, no, it's not, way, not way damage. Than you, that. you know, you know, remember the the tornadoes all over the place. Yeah, he, this guy went for three straight hours, and I'm texting him going, Emmy, Emmy, <laughs> Emmy. Did you get an Emmy? Uh, no, but that doesn't matter. Did it's you, um so that yeah when it. Uh, with those types of, of big severe weather events, like this weekend, this Saturday, we had that tornado warning that was for Livingston County. Sure. What, what we do here at Fox is we go on as soon as the warning happens. We stay on until the threat is over. So, yeah, that could take 45 minutes. It could take three hours. We just do it in, until it's done. But you knew it was coming, so I would assume maybe a few days before, it, this is maybe something that people in charge would know that, hey, this is going to be a lot of rain. Let's prepare for it. I can't. I, I would hope so. I don't know. I can't speak to that. I don't know, the I don't yes, know what, what they're looking at. I mean, we're as when we forecast it um, and we talk about the severity of it, severe weather possible in the next 24 hours, this is the main uh, threat. Flooding was the main threat. I can just report on what I reported on. Let me put it this way. I think I knew that Thursday that the weekend was going to be a lot of rain. But Fox 2 has promos for its weather. They have a window washer. They have, I think, a guy that does recreation. So all these people are saying, hey, I've downloaded the Fox 2 weather app, so I will know how to adjust my business. So obviously, there are people that know when weather impacts what they do, they pay attention to the weather. I bet you Candace has the Fox 2 weather app. (laughs) I will tell you, we were watching the weather. In Macomb County. That's my point. In our public works. We were all watching the weather. We knew it was going to rain. We didn't understand exactly how much rain was coming or the intensity of the rainfall, but we knew it was going to be a bad rain, an unusual amount of rain. And we were trying to be as absolutely prepared as we possibly could. Were you watching? Were you watching? Guess what happens in Michigan? Were you watching? Were you watching Derek Kevra? Pardon me? Were you watching Derek Kevra on Fox 2 News? We watch everybody. We're non-discriminatory here. <laughs> Good answer. Everybody stop what, this. What a politician. Good answer. <laughs> but you watch Derek first. And you should run for seat. Congress. Yeah, exactly, Karen. <laughs> well, well, the most key thing I heard in, in Ms. Miller's response was, we were prepared. We're going to get to her. We're going to okay. find out all about that. But we're going to give our brother Derek here the last one. What's the weather going to be this weekend, bro? Uh, I think we're going to have a really nice weekend. Uh, Friday, Saturday looked pretty good. Sunday's going to get hot again, back up to nearly 90 degrees. But I took all the rain out of the weekend forecast, and that includes Monday. So I think we're going to have a dry stretch leading us through the holiday. Listen to this guy. He's got the power of the Almighty. What a pro. Yeah, I took rain out. Right, right. I, just, I, just, I decided there's not going to be any rain. <laughs> Good. Maybe my basement will finally dry out. So in I'll case t- weather changes as it does in Michigan, we should stay tuned. So we'll know because if those changes are coming, you will report them. Yeah, and and Karen and Red, I just want to. I'm so sorry that your guys' basements flood. That that just sucks. I mean, that's. I was in. I was in East Dearborn yesterday, taking a look at some of the stuff, and Ugh. it's just terrible. Yeah. I feel awful for everybody. Oh, and don't I'm worry. I blamed you immediately. I always blame the weatherman first. Yes, no, thank you. <laughs> and you know what? I tell you what, Derek. Uh, this week, if you're not doing anything, I'm christening my new yacht down at the club. Uh, if you got any time, why don't you come on over and uh, mow my lawn? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you got it, buddy. I got the in-laws in town, so uh, I'll bring everybody along. I'm sure that'll be a good time. Sounds great. Hey, I bet your your mother-in-law was something before electricity, huh? This <laughs> is Caddyshack, folks. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, I knew the, Thank I knew you. the quote. Yeah. All right, man. Really, thanks for the insight. That's much appreciated, and it set the record straight. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. Derek. Wow. So, yeah, should have been prepared.
We should have been prepared. Uh, it was a heavy weather event. Not unheard of. Not the storm of 500 years like the governor's saying. Not the storm of 100 years like the mayor's saying. They're overdoing it because they're panhandling to FEMA because we don't have the money to help Red and care. Of course. Yeah. This is what a joke. Well, anyway. It shouldn't um, have happened in the first place. Public Works Commissioner Candace Miller's with us. Hi, Candace. Hello, Charlie. What happened Friday in Macomb? Well, we think we had about four inches of rain, which is a very, very heavy rain event. But, you know, we have our, our major pump station is right at Nine Mile and Jefferson in St. Clair Shores. It's called our Chapitan Pump Station. And uh, in the early morning hours during the rain event, about two o'clock in the morning, we had to open what we call our emergency discharge bypass, which we have not used since I have been here. So it's highly unusual that you would ever open this thing. But the reason we had to do that is because we think, and, and I'm asking for an independent investigation as to what actually happened, but I'm talking specifically. Wait, pause right there. The pause, counter. pause, breaking news. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. This is our sound effect. Breaking news. Public Works Commissioner of Macomb County, Candace Miller, calling for an independent investigation as to what happened at the Connor Creek plant in Detroit. Please continue, madam. Yes, we are. I am. And here's why. Because the Connor Creek pump station, right at Connor and Jefferson, is a huge station that uh, and the pipe runs all, all the way along Jefferson. So that station went, something happened down there. All the pumps were not running as they should have been. And as a result of that, many of the pumps, if not all of them, or at least most of them, shut down. And when that happened, they were sort of offline. So all we're upstream in St. Clair Shores and in Macomb County. So all of that started to back up. It backs up along Jefferson into the Jefferson Chalmers area where they had extensive flooding. It keeps backing up along Jefferson into the Gross Points where they had extensive flooding. And then it backed up to, there's a big pump station at Martyr Road. Uh, Kip Walby, who's the mayor of St. Clair Shores, runs another uh, association. They shut down the Martyr Road pump which they needed to do. And they communicated to us that they were shutting that down. And then we had to do something at the Chapaton pump station because then it backed up to Nine Mile and Jefferson. So we turned on this discharge. If we had not done that, all of the flooding that you're seeing would have happened in St. Clair Shores and East Point, but it did not. I mean, we had, some ba we had a handful of basements flood and that's too bad, but we didn't have thousands. We did not have that happen. So you have, and, an, uh, you have, you know, an, we have three enormous pumps at the Chapitan pump station. We were prepared. We don't ever, I, I shouldn't say ever, but almost never that all three are running. But that night, all three of our pumps were running and we were discharging. Our pumps were all alarming. So the alarms were going off because all three pumps were overheating. And the building was literally shaking. And there was a, there's a big manhole right in our driveway, which blew up into the air. So I'm just trying to explain to you how much pressure was going through that pump station. But our guys did their job. 
First of all, they were on site, not waiting to get into the plant. We were prepared. We had people on site. Wait, what? Wait, wait, what are you, wait, wait. Are you saying at Connor Creek, the people, it wasn't manned? The plant? I don't know what happened there. What'd you hear? I have heard people say that they pulled up to see what was going on and people were sitting in a truck outside of the gate. Because mm. the gate, with the electricity out or whatever happened, the gate was closed. Let me tell you what, if Whoa. that happened at our plant, run the darn truck through the gate. Who cares about the gate and the truck? Get the pumps going. Or better yet, be in the plant during the event. Yeah. So I'm not accusing anybody yet, but that is why I'm saying that the Great Lakes Water Authority, of which Macomb County is a member, so we have standing to ask these questions. The Great Lakes Water Authority needs to have an independent investigation, not somebody that works for them, some consulting engineer that works for them, or ever will work for them. You can't have Jesse James guarding a darn train. You need an independent source figure out what happened there. And then secondly, they probably need an operational audit so they can run the plant properly. Because I can guarantee you one thing, it's going to rain again sometime. <laughs> Are you, you sure about that? <laughs> it rained really badly. Derek told us as much. What the plant shut down looks like could be nobody was in it. I know back in 14, the last flood... They had to manually turn the pumps on, and there was well, no. I don't know who was there. I'm, I, no, I'm so just saying. I'm saying upgrades were made to there. it. First of all, were the pumps totally ready for the rain event? Were they prepared? Every one of their pumps should have been tested, make sure that all the pumps are running, and they needed to have a backup plan, redundancy. So you mm. need to have generators. Do they have generators? Do you? I don't know. Do you I have don't know exactly what happened. All I know is they Candace, does down. Macomb County have backup power? Yes. Of course. That's pretty fundamental. You're running a pump station. And you know what else happens in a heavy rain event and in a storm? The power might go out. <laughs> Newsflash. You might have a power outage. Are these pumps? Better make sure you have redundancy in your power source. Are these pumps always somehow on, or do they have to be manually or automatically? Do they automatically activate when there's a certain amount of water? I mean, I'm asking, like, is it you know something that automatically kicks on when there um, is is uh, when there's rain? I mean, how how does this how does that work? I mean, or does it depend on human awareness to say, hey, it's going to rain. How does it work? How does it work? It depends on both, Karen. I mean, your pumps are going depending on how much water you have in the station, right? How much, what's happening? How much precipitation you have? You get to a certain, like I tell you down at Chapitown, we have three pumps. So, you know, you've got maybe one pump running in a normal rain event. And uh, and then it gets, you know, more rain it gets, the more of the pumps go on. So, you know, it's pretty fundamental. You got what? more water, you got to run more pumps. What else? But it did... was very unusual for us to run all three pumps the way that we did. And what was very unusual was the emergency uh, bypass to discharge. Why didn't so, Why didn't Detroit? Why didn't Detroit? They have an emergency bypass. Detroit. Uh, th- th- Detroit must have an emergency bypass as well. All these major pump houses would. I don't know. 
I do not know. I have to say, I honestly don't know what Detroit has or what the gross points have. I only know what we have. And we had ours wide open for four or five hours, and our neighborhoods did not flood. So let's let's assume that uh, yeah, no one's manning it. You know, I know you want the investigation, but that's they're sitting outside a locked gate. Um, pure incompetence, poor infrastructure. But if they were manning it, and with this bad infrastructure, would it have been? Would we see everybody flooded the way it is? In other words, how much of it is incompetence by the management, and how much of it is just poor infrastructure? In your opinion. Well, it's difficult for me to say without knowing the whole story. That's why you got to have an independent investigation. But certainly, if everything was running optimally, I do not believe you would have had anywhere near as much flooding. I don't even know how much flooding you would have had. You might probably have some because it was a lot of rain. But nothing like what we're seeing. And those pictures that I just watched on your uh, B-roll there of driving up and down the streets with all this garbage out in front of people's houses... Honestly, you know, it's one thing, I shouldn't say this, but many of the people in Gross Point, it's terrible what happened, but they probably have enough financial resources to recover. Mm-hmm. Seeing that those same pictures in the city of Detroit, <laughs> it makes you want to cry. It's terrible what has happened What there. we're doing and to each other. For, for the record. Which call, is why call. we need to find out what happened. For the record. Calls were made to the Great Lakes Water Authority and the Detroit Water and Sewerage Department, and we're waiting for a callback. So if you want to come on and explain it, because we don't have a genuine answer. You're hearing it from the Macomb County Public Works Director, Commissioner, whatever the new title is. You know, she ran the model. Well, the Detroit yeah. Water and Sewer Department does not run the Counter Creek plant. They do not, so that no. That is the Great Lakes Water Authority. That's right, but they don't you find answer. it interesting? That they got Gary Brown, head of Detroit Water and Sewage, fronting the questions on this. It's all really strange. Which well, who runs it? Which begs the question. Yeah. Look, Macomb County takes care of Macomb County drains, right? Part of the that's how it works. Yeah. Detroit takes care of Detroit. Wayne takes care of Wayne. Oakland takes care of Oakland. Candace, I saw you during COVID wearing your worker bee outfit, <laughs> taking plastic and garbage out of the sewers, cleaning them, testing for COVID. You did you you clean the Clinton River, the watershed. You put the maintenance into the pipes, did you not? Well, you know, that's we're all talking about what happened with the flooding in some of the basements, but that's not the only place that got water, right? I mean, we had water all over the region. And in Macomb County, we have had a very aggressive, comprehensive drain maintenance and cleanout program for the last four and a half years. So, so we've been cleaning out you know, a lot of sedimentation that's in the enclosed uh, sewers, uh, storm sewers, uh, so that they have capacity in the heavy rainfall. We've been cleaning out, as you mentioned, uh, a lot of different sections of like the north branch of the Clinton River and, you know, all kinds of woody debris and junk and garbage and mucking them all out and excavating them out so that the drains work properly. So we had a lot of areas and neighborhoods in Macomb County they got a lot of water, but they drained. It might have taken 24 hours for the water to go away, but it's gone. It went away because Candace. our drains are, are working here. Even up in the northern part of our county, people were telling me, what are you spending money on drains up there for? Well, you know, we have a big agricultural area in the northern part of Macomb County. What an economic devastation it would have been for our farmers if all those crops would be underwater. They're not. That is so sexy. <laughs> I mean, that's hot. 
This chick's cleaning the drains. She's snaking the drains. Go figure. But Carly, that's strategy. That's what leadership does. You right. cannot, and I say this about people individually, and I certainly say this about leaders. You cannot just think about a decision and how it impacts you. You've got to think about the peripheral impact that your decision or lack thereof will have on others. So that's that's what's supposed to happen. And here, that's not what's happening. Well, let's see. She's competent. She knows Washington. She knows Lansing. She knows infrastructure. Madam Miller, if offered a run <laughs> as lieutenant governor on the Republican ticket, say with James Craig, would you accept that nomination for lieutenant governor? To show them sort of how things work, where the washroom is, et cetera. So what about those Detroit Tigers, Charlie? <laughs> Doing pretty darn good. Breaking okay. news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Well, come on, Mark. I'm looking for we'll it. fix it in post. No, he won't. <laughs> the most competent woman in Michigan politics did not say no. <laughs> Do we I run? Very, uh, I am very happy where I am. I'm sure you are. What? I, I think I'm making an impact. Hopefully I'm making an impact. Is and that a is that a definite no? County. I intend to die in Macomb County. I love Macomb County. So I'm just trying to do my thing down here. I okay, think you would Charlie, be let me, perfect. Let me ask a question on her Go behalf. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me intervene here. Why does she have to set up for a lieutenant governor? If she were going to run, why wouldn't she seek out the Republican nomination? Be- because, because. Okay, all right, you guys. We're here to talk wait about Wait a minute. I'll tell you why. Because it's political water cooler talk. And everybody knows Candace Miller has served this great nation and doesn't want the headache of having to run all the big stuff. But. She, Charlie, I'm just from explaining. From a gender standpoint, and you certainly know we have the utmost. Karen, you're 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 not helping me pin her into a corner here. <laughs> <laughs> Giving her an out. <laughs> Don't let her weasel away. Is that a maybe, madam? Okay, we'll move along. Um, <laughs> moving along. There is an airplane scandal, a Florida airplane scandal, and Candace Miller's background. Uh oh. You want to hear this? I would love to. Yeah, she and her husband used to take the jets down what? to Florida. I'm outraged. A jet that he built from a kit. <laughs> How he had, dare. He How built dare. A, a jet in his garage that they flew after he got back from Vietnam as a fighter pilot. Is that correct, wow. madam? That is correct. My husband built this little airplane that was a bullet. It did look like a jet, but it was only two passengers. So he told me, he said, you know, Candace, I'm going to have somebody paint on the side here. Don Miller, pilot. And I go, well, if you do that, then under me, it's going to say Candace Miller, aircraft commander. So we couldn't agree on that. <laughs> so we have to give her the title of brave, too, because I'm not flying in nothing built in nobody's garage. <laughs> My husband was an excellent pilot. He flew fighter jets in Vietnam. He flew fighters for the Air National Guard. And uh, I always felt much safer flying with him. Uh, because I knew the pilot didn't just have a couple of rum and cokes. Right. Off, you know, <laughs> he was a great, great uh, pilot. He's no John Denver. All right. Well, he, he filled the tank all the way up with gas. <laughs> all right. Well, madam, really, thank you uh, very much for the insight. Uh, thank you for the, the good work that you do on behalf of everybody. Get those investigations going. Yes, please. Please. All right. Please. Let us know what happened. I, I certainly will. Thanks for uh, having me, though. I appreciate it. Bye now. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. How cool is she? And, and you know, I actually live a half a mile from the Connor Creek 
pumping station. Why don't you go break the gate down? And it, well, I was out of town for oh, a vacation. Right. I thought I could leave. It's, it's also not your job. No, no, I'm, uh, right. Don't forget this, uh, Karen and uh, Red, and yes. Mark and listeners. All the freeways flooded out. Yeah. In, yeah. The, in the 94 corridor going from the Gross Points to Taylor. That's basically all the way in county on yeah. 94. Yeah. Those pumps failed. Those belong to the Michigan Department of Transportation, another bureaucracy. Why did they fail? So, some back and forth with MDOT. They say it was a power outage. And no, the pumping stations, you know, where all the trucks and cars were all piled up, don't have backup generators. No backup power source. Why? That's dumb, Charlie. And I don't have an engineering degree, but come on. That is like, we think about having backup power and, you know, just, just, support at a, at a house like mm-hmm. why would you not that makes no sense what the none fuck of this is makes going sense. on and it this is no the sense. sad part i've gotten so used to the power going out at my house when it just normally rains that mm-hmm. i was quite insulted that my bus basement flooded and my lights was on <laughs> It was supposed to work that way, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. I was used to being in the dark and at least having a dry basement. So now we're just adding, switching the shit up. What's now, going now on? Here's, here's now, the, you, know, you know the city is passing out cleaning supplies at two locations. I saw on Twitter, like you can go get disinfected in gloves or whatever. So I guess that's kind of like a peace offering uh, to help you clean up your home. But, you know, there are also businesses. Not only are they price gouging, yeah. there are a lot of businesses that will not service the Detroit proper, right. so got, they won't even come into Detroit. Even even in my neighborhood, there are a lot of places that businesses that will not service Detroit. Let me tell you this: on the highways, they said the power went out. Mm-hmm. So you ask M. Dot, do all the pumping stations work on the same line, the same circuit, the same cord, if you will? Great question. Yeah, they said no. Okay, so so they all went not, out. There's not a wire connecting them all. Yeah. So. How did, how did that many different circuits go out, and why didn't we hear about any mass blackouts on either side of the highway? So they only went out at the pump stations? We're not, yes, we're not getting real answers here. So do you think they don't know, or is this a cover-your-ass situation, in your opinion? I think it's a cover-your-ass situation. Yeah, yeah, well, like that, that's what I'm working off of, because I can't get an answer for you. Right? Plus, yeah. we know this. We know, remember when I canoed the Rouge? Yeah. Okay, we got any of that clip? Yeah. Look, the Rouge is the runoff for the highways. They pump it into the Rouge River, right? Mm-hmm. So when they turned those pumps back on, they the the the, the river was clogged already. <laughs> I, I don't know if we got pictures. You can you can take a look at. Did you get a rash on your ass canoeing down the Rouge? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you that story. But when I when I kayaked, they were like. Just in the top half of the Rouge, there were 120 log jams across the whole river. Like gigantic of garbage or dams, yeah. trees, garbage, tires, condoms, tires, yeah. shopping carts. Hoffa. Tens of thousands of those um, single shot. Oh, airplane uh, liquor. Yeah, airplane yeah, liquor. Uh-huh. Like tens of thousands of these things. Oh, man. What, what are you talking about? What's an airplane liquor? What is that? You know That's the little the bottles of shot. booze, yeah. the single shot, the one ounce bottle? Oh, is that what it's called? Okay. Yeah, like it, it was such a, a gauge of like the lack of wealth yeah. in, in the watershed in, in Detroit because you didn't see fifths. Yeah. You know, you didn't. <sighs> you, we got any of that tape? Well, yeah, here you go. When my ship comes in. A river on the rebound, but we are a long way away from being able to use it. 
This is down to this is Human sewage and street runoff from the metro area are collected through the same sewer pipes and treated. But when the rains get heavy, like now, untreated feces and motor Look oil at that. flow That's into the, runoff. the roof. It's all fucking clogged. It used to be worse. Look at that tire. In 1985, you know the story about the guy who fell into the river and died of leptospirosis, rat fever. Apparently he swallowed some water. Two weeks later, he was dead. And they said it was leptospirosis, rat fever. There was a big furor. And the Water Resources Commission at that point said, okay, we are going to clean this river up. We're going to make it swimmable and fishable in 20 years, which would be... 2005. Oh, right. I watched that whole piece, and you actually did fall in the river. I did. Well, first uh, did, of all, look, you're... it's supposed to be fixed. Oh, come on. We know they're never going to clean up. We the paid for it. Now yeah. people's shit's flooding out. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, that's a sewer. Did you get rat fever when you fell in? We, no, but I got a, um, I got the creeping cucarachas in my bunghole. <laughs> I did. I got this rash, and I mean, it, it's something. I had to go to the doctor. Seriously. And I got the butt cream. <laughs> what did you tell him when Let you went in? Let me finish my story. Let me finish my story. <laughs> <laughs> and I was laying in bed one night and it was bad. I mean, so I ran to the bathroom, it was dark, yeah. and I reached in the medicine cabinet oh, no. to get my bunghole cream. And I took a big wad of it and I put it right up in there. But I have forgotten uh. that the shelf I put it on with the other ointments, I also had Ben Gay up in that shit. <laughs> oh, wow. So I had gotten to Ben Gay and put it up my bunghole. Oh, and you liked it and you were scared. I'm like, I how was much you liked screaming. it? Oh. Oh, it burned. <laughs> It burned, but guess what happened? It fixed it. <laughs> it cauterized my anus. It did. It com- <laughs> if you can handle the pain, man, I said just jam some Bengay up your butt. No, I don't want to do that. I'll just stay away from the Rouge River instead, man. <laughs> right, safer. Sewer in jean shorts. No. Maybe, maybe we need Ben Gay for all the other issues. Maybe it'll fix that too. Everything. Wow, the whole city and Ben Gay. <laughs> that or Robotussin. Uh, <laughs> put some tussin on it. Oh, okay. Oh, um, damn, hey, let's see, if we get, let's see if we can get Bob Carmack on the phone. All righty. Bob Carmack. Well, as we try that, let me uh, just say that if we get Bob Carmack, he's brought to you by our sponsor, David Hall. And we want to thank David Hall for being a great supporter of all the shows here on the uh, Red Shovel Network. Look, rates are still at, at historic lows, so call today. Find out how much refi could save you every month, right? Uh, housing market's hot. You need your mortgage. You got to be locked down and be ready to come with it. Yeah. They can get it done. That's why they got 4,000 five-star reviews. Just uh, go to davidhallmortgage.com, uh, click the link to get started, or call 248-308-5000. That's 248-308-5000. Make sure... I just gonna say I had a two minute conversation with him. Changed my life. There you go. Good. Work out good for you, right? Yes, it did. They treat you. They treat you like somebody. Yes. Please leave your message for. There you go. Bob Carmack. Try calling him on this. Well, like, listen, we have a new sponsor here. It's a Medicare Guide. Medicare is incredibly complicated. This is for the older audience or those not feeling so well, and you know what I mean. Need a little help uh, with the medical bills might be eligible for, you know, Medicare. So when the time comes for you to get it, uh, you're going to have a ton of questions. Do I get to keep my doctors? Are my prescriptions covered? How do I avoid late enrollment penalties? Which plan's right for me? You know what I mean? Your situation is unique. You can't rely on generic advice from the internet. You have no idea if it even applies to you. Contact Mediguide at 888-970-24 or 2940. 
That's 888-970-2940. Or visit them at yourmedicareguide.com and get all your questions answered by a licensed agent, licensed agent, over the phone, on Zoom, or even in person if you prefer. You know how you call, you can't get any help? Mediguide's uh, help comes to you at no cost. That's right. They'll answer all of your questions, and you won't pay them a dime. Seriously. Don't like go it alone. Let Mediguide be your Medicare guide. Check them out today at yourmedicareguide.com. And, and I'm going to tell you, I signed up for some life insurance yesterday, and if it's as, as complicated, Medicaid is as complicated as that, as that, you want somebody like them that can guide you through it. Everything is complicated. Go try opening a new bank account somewhere. Oh, you ain't lying. They had you in there all day. You better take a lunch with you. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. You know what else is complicating? Matchmaking. You know, matchmaking. Speaking of matchmakers, <laughs> Bob Carmack, are you there, sir? How you doing, Charlie? Where are you, bro? I'm over here by Madness, his uh, little condo here. Yeah, what are you doing? Just picking up my keys. Just picking up my key from videoing uh, my uh, airplanes up at the golf club. Oh, the, the PGA events in Detroit today. You got some airplanes in the sky. I do. I do, Charlie. What do they got the banners on them? Are you, are you hunting the mayor again? I'm hunting the mayor. I got three banners up there. What do they say? Uh, don't vote for Mike. Don't, don't vote for Mike. Little Dick Mike for mayor of Detroit. <laughs> Wait, don't vote for Mike. Then what else? And what uh, Dr. Hassan, Mr. Mayor, you better hurry up and get married before you get indicted. Or she can't talk. <laughs> hey, hey, Bob, I got a suggestion for the next time you fly some planes. Put Mayor Doodoo and his merry band of shitlets. <laughs> Say that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll text, we'll text it to you. I'll have him text you. <laughs> yeah. So listen, you know, you, you know what's nice? Um, for those that don't know who you are, you're the guy that has a, a real estate dispute with the city. You're now charged with felonies. You got two ankle bracelets on. You put a tail on the mayor, and it leads back to the doctor. The booty call at midnight is concubine. Leads to his divorce and an investigation, how he's pushing public money towards his girlfriend, and you've got it all on tape. So you know what? If it wasn't for you and exposing what he was really doing, these two lovebirds never could have gotten married. So I think it's a beautiful thing you did, matchmaking like that. Well, you know, Charlie, I'm just trying to do the work you were doing. You know, a guy tore my building down, tried to extort me. Then he sent his little puppet, Gabe Leland, tried to extort me also. You know, the situation ain't none of them gone to jail, though. Yeah, let's get this straight. Great point, yeah. So, so Mike Duggan uh, deletes emails, covering the tracks with his girlfriend, his, his now wife to be congratulations, you lovebirds. And Gabe Leland is taking cash from you and not reporting it. Gabe Leland's out uh, on probation. Mike Duggan's getting married, and you got two ankle bracelets. This didn't really... Doesn't seem fair, doesn't Bob. Doesn't seem fair, Bob. Hey, man, I'm a federal witness wearing two ankle bracelets, right, for almost, you know, a couple of years. Gabe Leland voted on contracts. Probably was eating sushi at uh, Pegasus still. Mm-hmm. and voted on million-dollar contracts. Uh, what, are the, what are the ankle bracelets for, bro? Uh, one's for alcohol and one's for uh, GPS. They keep track of everywhere I go. How do you take a shower in an ankle bracelet? I mean, I'm like, do you take them off? It's waterproof. No, they don't come off. Hell, my ankles are green. 
Oh, wow. Bob, I got to tell you, I respect the shit out of you. You've got to be the toughest fucker I know because I've never met nobody with a matching pair of ankle braces. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. I walked into the Metro store down southwest. There's a Latin count there. Uh, six foot three with tats. He's a muscular guy. He goes, hey, man, let this guy go first. He got two. <laughs> hey, let him go. <laughs> He's my man. Ain't nobody got two. He must be important. <laughs> what, what, what's, what, one's for drunk driving. What's, what's the other one for? Uh, the other one is GPS. They want to keep track everywhere I am. Oh, so one's to I make sure you're not drinking, and the other one's to make sure you're where you're supposed to be. Gotcha. Well, exactly. And the situation is, though, they really watch who I hire as an attorney or who I go hire at anything. You know, it's just a, it's just a mess. Bob, I got to ask you, because now that they're getting engaged, when you were tailing the mayor, did you know that this was going on or was this just a pleasant surprise that you found out? Hey, it was just a surprise, man. I'll tell you what, it's like, uh, you know, I was just trying to catch him because I knew he didn't live in the city. How'd you know so that? I, was, I knew that from Beryl, who lived down the street from him. And I knew it from the undercover cops that are in the basement of the mansion that watch him, the security detail. I told you, remember? Look, I was out there for five days. You, you told me also. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean for you to put a tail on the guy. I was just <laughs> having a conversation. Hey, whatever it takes to get a dirty dog like this, you got to do what you got to do. Dude, that dirty dog is flying high, man. I, I want to ask you, now that you know he's getting married, are you going to go to the wedding since you're kind of responsible for them being mm -hmm. at this point? Well, I was going to put on one of my airplanes. Can I be best man? But shit, they changed my mind about that. You know, I thought, don't vote for little Dick Mike, but it's a little funnier. <laughs> it's actually it's, hilarious. It's, it's tasteless. You're okay with that one. It's tasteless. <laughs> That's what makes it funny. That's right. Said the comedian. <laughs> so did you hear, uh, Bob? Uh, I, oh, it, look, hey, look, look, here, look, look, look. Yesterday's news today, the no BS news hour. <laughs> what do we find out, right? At the same time we're hearing about the floods and the mayor getting married. Here's a quiet little piece of news. $13 million in demolition money is unaccounted for. Contractors are charging for dirt, and there's no receipt. We don't know where the dirt came from, where it is, if it's poisoned. This at the same time when we reported that, oh, uh, the Army Corps of Engineers, the Special Investigator General of the Treasury Department, the Inspector General of Detroit have all found out that poisoned dirt's been used in Detroit 13 million might not sound alike, alike, a lot, but it means 4,000 holes. Wow. We have no idea. So I, I also tend to think it's the tip of the iceberg. Four, I mean, I, I would, you would think. 4,000 out of 15,000. And that's just from May of 17 to the end of 2019. Mm -hmm. Two years. One year. and a half years. Yeah, one and a half. And these motherfuckers, when I left Fox 2, and that's one of the reasons I left. It's like they didn't want to keep going. Nobody did anything after I left. So I went to Deadline Detroit and kept doing it. In 2018, when I found out, yes, they were using the highway poison dirt. And I got this lawsuit from Duggan's long-term lawyer and Duggan's, um, uh, what was it, chief operating officer for uh, 
defamation and careless reporting. Oh, come on. When I'm like, you couldn't manage a candy store. What happened to that highway dirt? What'd you yeah. do with it? Yeah. Okay, now, that's how fucking afraid they are. Yeah. Well, they, tried to, yeah. they tried to hush me up. They, you know, I gave you my job, dude. That, that's what the lawsuit's for. It's not, they were never going to win that. It's just to See, that motherfucker, that, that bitch never ran into a buzzsaw like me. Here's why I left Fox, too. I am going to report on Trump. I am going to report on Snyder. I am going to report on Duggan. I am going to report on Gilbert. I am going to report on Illich. I am going to report on Whitmer. And you don't want to do it? Hmm. Take the fucking job. Because now we got the no bullshit news out. Now you heard what happened to your properties. My friends got poison lots next to their house. My friends got water in their basement, and it does not have to be this way. Here it is. Take this lawsuit, boy, and shove it up your ass. Coming. And guess what I heard? What? From the lawyers, from some of these demo companies. The feds were here last week. Hmm. They're coming hard, and they're coming hot. And if they got to dig up these holes, that's an international scandal. That's worse than what you did to the kids in Flint. Now, we know he lied, I mean, about the relationship. And he that, lied that's about the emails. And he lied about... Didn't Kwame go to jail for something connected like that? Kind of. Well, now we know he lied about the dirt because he was on... He battled with you about that on television. He did. We were on Let It Rip. This, when was I on it? 2016. How the feds could let this keep going on? What they announced last week was 17 to 19. But I couldn't get any receipts for 16, 15, 14. Huh. Play some clip. Do you got some? can't take the dirt from I-96, we can't take the dirt from the M1 rail, we can't take the dirt from the hockey arena, and that the costs have gone up because of the speed well, let's of see the costs. So, you've seen offer, the costs. Offer a spreadsheet. You've seen the costs. The costs I are in every the, single I've just, bit. I've just heard this. I, you know, I can't get a number. I don't, I don't see the costs. That's nonsense, Charlie. You've gotten every single number. But no. I, I think one of the, 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 the big problems, too, is, is the bidding process. There is certainly the appearance of some sort of collusion. Absolutely not, uh, not, not that I'm accusing you Absolutely of any wrongdoing, but there is the appearance Absolutely that three big not. companies were contacted before the bidding process was even open to the smaller contractors in this Absolutely, absolutely not. It absolutely is. Wow. Absolutely is. If you want to go to YouTube, Ooh. the full interview of me and Duggan, because you're not that smart, boy. You're not, and I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. Now on, we're a real news organization. It's on the Americans' uh, YouTube page. Uh, Your YouTube page, yeah. I want to ask Bob a question. After all of this, Bob, what do you see coming in the future for Duggan? Do you think you're going to actually get any justice out of what you went, you know, the situation you had with him? Well, let me tell you this. A lot of people don't know this. It ain't on the tapes that Charlie got from Monroe County. What Gabe said to me when he got the money, he said, listen, what are you going to ask the administration for now? Gabe was getting that money. He was opening up the door for me to get a piece of property. Bob Beckman from the FBI said, you heard what he said at the end. And I said, yeah. And I said, you go in there. He just looked at me. Huh. There's a more. That's a fact that nobody knows that. I just put this on the radio today. He just looked at you. We'll leave it at that. We'll draw no conclusions. But I know... Grand juries have been here for a number of years. I know the feds move slow, and I know Mike Duggan's a sharp character. Yeah. Right? I, I know that there was a grand jury on Metro Airport when he was the deputy county executive. I know there's a grand jury when he was uh, the prosecutor. I know 
that there were kickbacks and fraud committed at the Detroit Medical Center, to which oh, they had yeah. to pay $35 million in fines. Oh, yeah. I know that. I know it. We just want something here. Answer. So I got to ask the Detroiters, why do we keep voting? Why? I mean, I didn't vote for him at all, but why do y'all keep voting for this guy? He has the resume of a crook. But this is the thing, though, and, and then, you know, people will say this in private and people want to talk about it. After the issue surrounding Kwame Kilpatrick, Detroiters allowed themselves to be convinced that all of its issues were the result of failed black leadership. I mean, that's pretty much what it is like in. And, and because of that, you know, we had a transition. And now, you know, you've got a ton of folks that are either employed, engaged, contracted, whether it's first or second generationally. So, you know, I mean, Mike knows politics. He wrote the book on it. He knows how to navigate the black community. And, and that's what's happening. I, I mean, say that I go, I go like this. You know, back all the stuff that looks good and, and reads well and, and everybody gets excited about, the facade of the city is very fragile. The reality of its structure is is, is very disappointing. De- Detroit been down so long. Look, let me give, give you an example. America's just in this shitter. Remember 2008? Mm-hmm. Everything collapsed? Mm-hmm. Everybody went up, all the white people got up one day and went, fuck, I'll try the black guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ain't nothing working. <laughs> it's so bad in Detroit that Troy woke up and went, fuck, I'll try to wake guy. We, we, don't, we don't got anything. We're just, you know, the narrative has been, we're, we're not going to challenge this guy yeah. because we've been down so long, we want some good news. Hey, downtown's coming back. We don't want to look at the financing or anything. It's just, it's better than I've ever seen it. Ask no questions. Better for who, Charlie? Well, and in regard. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm not saying that, you know, we, we, should, we should have an open and inclusive you know, city. I welcome people here to live, work, and play. But what about the people who have been here that have held the city yes. together by a very thin thread? It shouldn't be at their expense. Well, I'd and- say this. I'd say this. Um, you can't live in the city because you, you have to look at the neighborhood to give the, the, a good gauge of the health of the city. There's too much crime. Yeah. The schools are bad. Look, look, at, the, look at your houses. Like, down, downtown can't look, look, folks. Did you use it during COVID? No, nope. did, does it really do anything for you? No, does do we capture any taxes from it? Nope, nope. do you in the suburbs? Did, does your taxes roll downhill to make up for the stuff that midtown and downtown's not paying? Yes, we all look, look, gross point. You like to think Detroit stops at Alter, the water doesn't show, sure don't we're all connected? Yes. We are. We got to fucking care about each other and hold these people's feet to the fire. And it's not about what benefits you in a short term uh, or, or immediate capacity. You have to think about how this impacts other people. It's not just about you. It's about us. Right on. Hey, so, Bob, right quick. Hey, uh, what, what, what is this? All of a sudden, Red got his own show. Red's like, hey, I, I, just, I, I mean, Bob's no question. We on this. I, I didn't want Bob to be Look to me for the signal, motherfucker. Uh, bad. Uh, nice show. See, with Charlie uh, Lindell. I'm going to shut the fuck up. No, go ahead. Ask Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to ask you, Bob, what, what, what's in the future for you? Future's That's for what me. you got. Ankles gray so soft, man. Hey. I'm telling you, I've been wearing this stuff for almost two years. This is, re- I'm not even gone to court yet. I'm not even plead guilty. They want me to plead guilty. They, they want me to cop. They want me to, you know, take a deal. They want to give me two misdemeanors, not pay no money back, right? 
and that way I can't sue him. I'm going all the way, baby. All right, baby. Shit, I, ain't, I ain't guilty of nothing. Listen, you don't start arresting a guy in the bar, towing my car while he's sitting in the bar and he ain't walked out yet. That's how I got my drunk driving, and the deed says on it it's paid in full. So you got him going. See, see, Red. Well, Follow my lead here. Next I'm just going to sit over here and set up first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob, man. All, all the best. Good luck, brother. Hey, give me a suggestion for tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Mayor Doodoo and his merry band of shitlets. Hey, that ain't no problem. It'll be on there tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> all right. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'll send you the spell. I'll have Red do it because I don't want any part of this. I'm doing this like a grown-up. Okay. I'm doing it like a grown-up. All right, man. I love you, Bob. Take it easy. You too, brother. All Thank right. you. Bye-bye. Hey, worst he can do for me is what? Not have me perform some comedy somewhere? Oh, you do live I in just that city. Wanna, I wanna, Karen, I just want to say it again. Look, this is a federal inspector that says we don't have receipts for 4,000 demolition holes. Wow. This is unconscionable. Yes. It's going to be an international scandal if they got to start digging up the holes. And the lawyer told me that looks like it was going to be. I can't wow. tell you what the feds are going to do, but this isn't good. And then you do you know what that's going to do for us on a mobility and moving around aspect as Detroiters in Detroit? You mean with the heavy metal dust particles yes. all over the fucking place? Mm. How about the kids here, man? <sighs> all right, look, uh, gonna get out of here. We're gonna do um, you know our homage to nine eleven here. Uh, proudly brought to you by the bricklayers and the light craft workers at Local 12 who need skilled bricklayers and caulkers to help build and restore the projects we got going throughout Michigan. Remember, $1.2 trillion is coming over the next number of years for infrastructure. You're going to work and you're going to be paid well, but you need, you need a skill. Where do you get that? You get it with the bricklayers and the light craft workers. Uh, Better pay, a real pension plan, fully paid health insurance, and a $2,000 signing bonus, people. Hey, Hello, right. don't wait. Get to work. The demand for skilled trial trades is at an all-time high. To get started, just go to bricklayers.org and click Join BAC. Beautiful. And remember, share, share, share. And if you haven't already liked and followed the NBN news page on Facebook, make sure you do that. And on YouTube. <laughs> yes, we do. We just, that's why I'm putting it out today. Oh, see, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the, oh, we're, come, come the fall, we're going to be great. We're going to have video. We've got a uh, producer that's helping. We, we got some shit coming. Trying getting, to grow. Getting mm-hmm. the studio built, right? We're going to go a couple days a week. We should get, oh, man, I just thought about this. We should get really good internet. <laughs> <laughs> just a thought. Well, why stop now, Mark? <laughs> yeah, true. It's become a thing. <laughs> Okay, this. Oh, by the way, I love you, Karen. Have love a, you too, have a great weekend. Mark so sorry. Red. Love you too, Karen. So sorry about you guys' houses. It's just I, how much can we take? But you know what, though, Charlie? I'm thankful because there are people who had it far worse. I have. I say a prayer for them. They, 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 there are a lot of people that need a lot of help. We got a, we got a um, part-time producer. I'm trying him out, right? He's in mm-hmm. Boston. He's working. His name's Zach. I go, okay, we got to get a hold of the governor. You know, on this flooding problem, 45 minutes, he called the office. He just rang and rang, not even a voicemail. And this is during business hours? Normal? Yes. Oh, Jesus. I, I, I'm not surprised. Busy no, booking another gym. That's what it is. They know it's you. 
<laughs> okay, this is called How Time Goes By on West 43rd Street. Jawani Abdu was once a handsome man. His face was wholesome and his gait vigorous until he began working at the parking garage. They call him Jimmy, and Jimmy has been the flagman at the garage on the south side of 43rd Street next to the Hotel Carter for 11 years. He once was so good that admirers who watched him waving his red flag would call out, Barishnikov, and Jimmy would treat them to a pirouette. Eventually, Jimmy's feet went flat and exhaust fumes settled into his pores. He took to drinking from blue paper cups. He is 45, his shoes are old, and he wears no socks. He spends his days in an upholstered chair in front of the garage. He is semi-retired. I don't like to do the flag, he said the other night, which happened to be Halloween. Jimmy was melancholy, and he drank a little more than usual. He said his father, Abdel Salam Abdu, had recently died of an asthma attack in the old country of Morocco. Jimmy needed the drink tonight to filter out the unjustness of life. I bought him the best doctors and nothing, he said. I'm so sad. When did your father die? Asked Ali, a cab driver who drank coffee from a similar blue cup. Four years ago, Jimmy said. I remember eight years ago and you said your father died then. Ali said suspicious. Yes, yes, five years ago, Jimmy said. The men come from Casablanca. They are Muslims who drink alcohol. They sin, Ali admitted, the same ways that some Jews eat pork and some Catholics cheat on their wives. The difference is we do a little bit and people say we are terrorists, Ali said. The night was warm and Jimmy sat in his chair and thought back to Casablanca where he said he used to drink at Rick's Cafe, the same bar where Humphrey Bogart drank in the movie. He even remembered the address, 45 Jaffa Ben Atia. What's this? asked Ali. Forget about it. That's a Hollywood set. The movies have nothing to do with Morocco, and there is no Rick's Cafe. <laughs> no, Jimmy asked. No, Ali said. Well, I still don't like to do the flag. <laughs> <laughs> they have friends in Morocco who, unlike them, studied rather than caroused at university. Those friends are now people in high places. Me? I'm okay with my life, Ali said. Now, Jimmy here... I told Jimmy he could make 20 bucks more doing the flag in Jersey, but he won't go. He kind of likes it here. Yes, I like it, Jimmy said. But why am I having to do the flag? <laughs> I'm Jimmy. <laughs> Just two New Yorkers busting each other's balls. I love it. That's two brothers. I love it. Two immigrants, two Muslims <laughs> after 9-11, as American as any of us. Great story. I hope you're still around, Jimmy. I love you, New York. I love you, Detroit. I love you, MLA City. Good night, Warsaw.